No mai, haere mai ki tēnei hōtaka. Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Time for those afternoon horns with me, Wallace Chapman. Now, just some traffic here. Plan ahead for a closure of the Terrace Tunnel 9pm to 5.30am uh, for maintenance and that's dependent on weather and other factors. Any to today, GST of fruit and vegetables if re-elected. That is what Labour announced today. I want to put this to you. A snap poll of panel listeners. Do you support GST of fruit and veggie? Yes or no? Why or why not? Text me 2101. Results uh, around 5, sorry, 4.45 today. Also on the show, a household solar policy for homes in New Zealand. That's what the Greens have announced. And if you have solar power, has it been worth it? And Australia did it 14 years ago, and today New Zealand does it. Folic acid to be added to some bread-making flowers from today. And someone got in touch, wanted to know if getting rid of agapanthus was easy or if you needed to get in the professionals. Well, you've come to the right place. If anyone knows about agapanthus, it's the panel listeners. So text me, 2101. You can email the panel at rnz.co.nz. And we are on iHeart, on Apple, and on Spotify. Our panel today, Salwin Manning, the Managing Director and Journalist of Multimedia Investments. Kia ora, Salwin. Yeah, kia ora, Wallace. And Victoria McLennan, who is CEO of IT Professionals and co-chair of the Digital Equity Coalition Aotearoa. Victoria, welcome to the program. Kia ora, Wallace. Thanks for having me back. Pleasure. Now, to this, beneath the floors of our museums and art galleries lies some incredible collections of art and artefacts, but... Did you know that for Wanganui Regional Museum, that includes a huge collection of puzzles and games, the majority of them all between the 1910s and the 1950s. And we're talking about your jigsaw puzzles and card packs, your period snakes and ladders, even, get this, pick-up sticks. With us is Trish Nugent Line, the Wanganui Regional Museum Collections Manager. Kia ora, Trish. Kia ora, Wallace. Oh, this really got my interest, Trish, uh, particularly those, those vintage pickup sticks. How long has the museum been collecting these games for? So the majority have come through in the sort of mid to late 1900s, yeah, from about 1950, and more so in the 2000s, people have been donating these things. How did it start? Um, oh, it's sort of uh, different fashions, basically. So um, we like to collect anything that sort of um, tells how people live. So you, if you think about games and things like that, that's a real sort of like 1900s thing because children didn't have sort of, you know, relaxation time before that. It, you know, it's sort mm. of, you know... Before that, it was, you know, 
only the rich. Trish, you might just have to turn your head a bit uh, so we can hear you. It's uh, got a bit of a dodgy line there, so just if you could move to the left or right just um, just a wee bit. Uh, Victoria, there is something about games eh, that speaks a lot uh, about our social history. This is before the days when we were jumping on our iPads. You would play the game with the family, Victoria. Oh, definitely. That was such a big part of my childhood. And we'd all sit around the table and we'd argue over which game we were getting to play. And my whanau were particularly enamoured with card games. So lots of those. But I'm really interested to ask, Trish, did we have games here in Aotearoa that you've collected in the collection that are different than other parts of the world? Or were we pretty much in line with the rest of the world with games over the decades? Um, we're pretty much what's in our collection is very sort of almost European focused, although we do have some sort of Māori string games and, and things like that. But it's because our population is very European based, a lot of it, and actually um, Chinese and Japanese, we have a few games from those countries as well. So, but yeah, mainly European. Selwyn? Yeah, Trish, um, what comes to mind is this game that my grandfather, when I'd stay with him, used to put down on the table. It had a dice and it had the map of New Zealand on it and a railway track where, kind of like snakes and ladders really, but a New Zealand version of it, you'd go from one railway yes. station and suddenly <laughs> you'd add another. And I remember I was fascinated by the, by the town called Foxton uh, <laughs> on this board. And I just wonder, you know, that... I don't know what happened to that board, to be honest. It's a, it's a bit lost into the uh, into the ether somewhere. But I wonder if you had had one of those at the museum or if someone knew one, because that was something special. Um, no, we don't have that. And if we did, I'd love if somebody does have one, we'd love to add something like that to the collection. It's just yeah. so fantastic. It was a great game. Yeah. Yeah, it's just fantastic. I think also, too, it might be a chance, too, as the collection grows, Trish, um, to have, uh, you know, to expand that group of games to include um, games, you know, from uh, local Māori in the area that have uh, that have been there for, for some time. They may have knowledge of other types of games that you can include in that bigger collection of uh, puzzles and games. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We're always open to things like that. We like to um, include sort of locally made material. And so we have sort of like cribbage boards that were made by, you know, um, local wood turners and things like Goodness. that. And like the Sovereign Woodworking um, Company, you know, we all had a Sovereign Woodwork ruler and things and, a, you know, and the um, pencil box at school. So, you know, we've got quite a few of those kind of things as well. Can you tell me a, more, a bit more about the pick-up sticks? Because I was addicted to them uh, when I was younger, uh, playing pick-up sticks with Nana. It was a bit of a treat. Um, I, ha- I, I, I don't know why, but I had a feeling they were a bit, bit, bit more recent than they are, but they seem to go back away, the old pick-up yeah, sticks. Yeah, they do. And we've got, I think, about six or seven sets of what they used to call spillicons. Um, in the collection and there are all sorts you know um, the sort of the modern plastic ones are just straight sticks or you know made out of plastic but these older ones are sort of like notched sticks and they're all sorts of different shapes with little different notches but it's you know still the same 
same how, idea. Yeah. How gorgeous should we are talking about uh, the collection at Whanganui Regional Museum. They've got a huge collection of uh, puzzles and games. Some of them go right back from the 1910s. Uh, is there a possibility in the next uh, few years uh, there might be... Um, a public showcase around this because I'm, uh, you know, echoing what the panellists have been saying, um, I'm sure that there'll be a uh, quite an interest in this. Um, so we do have a display upstairs and ah. um, we have a, a what we call the street and uh, so it's old businesses and so there was a store in Wanganui called H.I. Jones and it was a bookshop. And so within that, we've got quite a lot of um, children's early toys and dolls and um, games and all sorts included in that. And you can have a look at that and like little lead soldiers and just all of those things to sort of reminisce about your childhood with. Good on you, Trish. Lovely stuff. That's uh, Trish Nugent Lin, uh, Whanganui Regional Museums, Collections Manager. Um, yeah, big response coming in. Uh, if you've just joined us, we are doing a snap panel poll this afternoon on whether or not uh, you would like to see GST uh, taken off fruit and vegetables as per the Labour announcement. So yes or no, and why, why not? Text me at 21011 says, I support the move to uh, remove GST. The benefits of getting more people to increase their consumption of vegetables can only have positive effects, not necessarily on the picket, on the pocket, but on education and health. So that's a big guess from this person. No, absolutely not. It will not benefit or target other customers. GST is collected, paid and administered by business. Uh, so that's a no from Pete. What's your thoughts? Anyway, it is time for I've Been Thinking a Victoria. Take it away. Well, Wallace, I've been thinking about digital technology because that's the world that I work in. And the reality today is that 20% of our population is on the other side of the digital divide, meaning they don't have the connectivity or the device or the know-how to easily participate in our digital world. So skim reading the political parties' policies, none of them are focusing on this really important building block that we all need to ensure that everyone can participate in modern life, whether it's a senior citizen living at home alone or a whānau with five children all in school or a job seeker so that they can um, do their schoolwork or their online banking or apply for roles without any barriers. So I think it's really important and it's basically overlooked by all the political parties and I'm a bit disappointed about that one. It's funny you mentioned this because uh, a teacher came on the program last week and said just that uh, with all this hoo-ha around banning cell phones in schools I said it would make <laughs> another jot of difference yeah. but uh, this person was saying I'll tell you what would make a difference in fact it was Claire Amos from Albany uh, High School yep. and she said what, She's would, great. what would make a difference is this policy. Yeah, and none of them seem to have it in their kite. It's really disappointing. I thought this would be front and centre for all of them, but turns out they've, they're just overlooking it. Okay, very good. Victoria, there, or Sour Manning, I've yeah. been thinking. Yeah, just on that one, I hope uh, you know some of the policy people are busy at work kind of creating that policy right now. Vic, that would be a good thing. But in, yeah, what I've been thinking is kind of similar in a way, and it dovetails into some of the topics later on too, but... 
it's kind of where we are in the election year cycle, and it's fascinating, I think, for those of us that analyse these kind of things, but also the general public too. And what I'm getting at here is it gives us an idea, perhaps, a bit of a glimpse of the vision the various parties have for the next number of years, you know, and I think election years are about that and where we sit as voters in sharing that vision or thinking, no, that's fair enough. Um, I think that one there is going in the right direction. One of, the, one of the interesting things too is I suppose I see it like in some ways because of the coalition government type structures we have in New Zealand is that the two main divides in New Zealand and how they are dealing with their own political brands. And what I'm talking about here is this difference between the parties that are in government Government and the parties that are in opposition. Um, we can see, for example, that the burden of solution-based policies um, for the opposition parties, focusing on issues that are, in their view, are being neglected or are completely, you know, needing addressing left, right and centre, and significantly in some areas a return to policy settings that they need, in their view, to reconnect to, to whether they were last in power. From the incumbent, the government point of view, the parties that are in there, the Labors and the, and the Greens, for example, what they're kind of doing is trying to make sure they are accentuating what they believe are the, the things that have worked and also leveraging up from that and trying to recreate their own brand, um, you know, showing that, I suppose, in some ways, like a business after so many years, you've got to reinvent yourself. Now that is where we are at the moment and I think underlying all of the policy rollout um, that to me is a fascinating thing. We can really get an idea of what our choices are in this election. I think we have a choice. Manning and Victoria McLennan. Uh, No to GST our fruit and veg is a cynical vote grabber which will only help the better off or as someone said people who buy off-season mangoes. You're on the panel. RNZ National.